Hi, you're listening to the UK American Football Scene podcast. UK American Football Scene is a small group of people dedicated to positively promoting all things Britball. Check out our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages for more information. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Rich has had his revolutions, and uh, we are back. Come we are see. back. Uh, just to just to recap what we've been doing here, we've uh, just gone and waffled on about the uh, Premier sides and the Premier Division. And um, one thing we didn't do at the end of that was pick a winner. Pick a winner, of the whole thing. The whole uh, thing. The whole thing. I think it, it's pretty obvious from what we said previously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but it depends on who we're going to see in the end there. Now, I predicted that the Titans would make it through the playoffs. They'd have a shot win against Tamworth. And uh, they play the Warriors, but the Warriors would beat them in the final. Just for a laugh. Just for something different. That's what I'm going for. Um, and I, I hope it happens. For the Titans' sake, they've done really well recently. And sorry, Tamworth. But, you know, probably won't because I get a lot of things wrong. So, what do you think? That's a tough one, isn't it? But it's not a tough one. It's not a tough one. It's, it's really not a tough one. If <sighs> I would like to see, although Tamworth gave the Warriors a good, good half, good half in the final, watching it. Yeah. You know, they they had some good plays, and it showed the weaknesses of the Warriors, which I think that that hopefully that they can now exploit. Mm. Um, you know, mm. I still think the Warriors are going to win it. Mm. But I would like, I would like to see Manchester at least give them a game and go through and and, and take them to the final. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the the Titans, if if it goes as we are, Titans and uh, Tamworth, I think that that'd be a good game to watch. But I think yeah. everybody can agree that they want the yeah. game. They they want someone to compete with with uh, uh, the Warriors, and and there are only maybe one or two teams who can do that and I think they're both in the north I don't think anybody in the south can do it but you know I think Warriors but it will be a should be a, a close game in the final yeah okay um, so uh, moving on to Div 1 uh, bit more fun in this one bit more fun in this one um, you know it, a little bit less predictable although I've got a feeling we've probably gone for the same same teams as we go through but you know that's just based on previous experience you know previous records and stuff but uh, again this one's a little bit more open so we're going to start with NFC 1 South uh, northern northern half of the northern half of the league um, you know and uh, this one we're going to start off straight on the bat the controversial 17 division um, you know my yeah. thing just popped. Just, yeah, so did mine. Yeah. <laughs> just to let you know, we're sitting in a, in a wonderful studio here. It's, it's amazing. That, um, you know, we have this facility to work with. And there'll be some pictures online of us and our lovely uh, UK American football team shirts, which are from our, uh, you know, uh, our partnership with Togs. Um, I believe Rich has got a, a, a little advert yep. that he needs to read out. Is he, 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 why don't you use your uh, professional voice um, yeah, so uh, you know because it, 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 obviously he has a really professional voice yeah 
you're not funny at all. No, that's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. That was supposed to be like, you know, tumbleweed, squeaky wheel thing. I pressed the wrong button. We've got this lovely, in the studio, we've got all these lovely buttons that I can do loads of sound effects. So, um, it, it, but none of them seem to have fitted into what we've done yet. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to introduce you to Richard to do his little, his little, his little spill. Here we go. Uh, Richard Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I think the guys at Togs will actually really like this that we're doing this um, in all fairness so, so they're our partners um, you'll see that we've, we've posted up online um, our, our kind of our merch and other things like that and we'll go on to actually why we're doing that as well later on um, but Togs um, they've given us a, a quick advert as, as Alan sort of laughed and joked earlier on we're already taking adverts and we've not even started anything yet yeah we do value um, so um, Togs I think we've all seen them they're a family run business provided and providing customised printed embroidered items such as clothing, gifts, uh, anything from custom corporate wear uh, and team wear and water bottles to custom baby clothing and even dog blankets. So if you want a dog blanket, get it on. Um, experience applies to the Britball in UK um, and and the, the Uniball community. Um, they are a big player in the Britball. We've all seen them as well, the Blitz. Um, they have no minimum orders, no, and they do discount. I've messed this up, and discount on bulk orders. <laughs> <laughs> so get yourself on to Togs. Um, you can find them on Instagram, and Facebook under Togs by Emma, and our Etsy shop, um, Togs by Emma Shop dot com or dot co uk. Google them. Um, they are brilliant. We'll we'll kind of showcase our, our merch in a little while um, and kind of show you what we can do. Um, for, for you know what, what they can do yeah seriously teams out there I know that a lot of teams have their own merchandise shop they use various various methods from it and they're cheap uh, yeah but they are they are a cheap version they're good they're, they're good quality as good a quality as you get from some of the more expensive ones and uh, you know what we found is they are quick which, yes which is uh, one of the major problems that most teams have and most teams moan about with their suppliers is they take forever because Let's face it; they're not like huge orders, and you know sometimes companies can can uh, you know slow them down a little bit or or have problems. So, uh, togs, yay! Get yourself on over to them. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, back to did one. Um, seven team seven, league. Seven team league. Uh, the uh, last year, um, NFC won South Samuel Steelers. They went unbeaten. In, uh, promoted to Premier and it kind of opens this division up a little bit uh, also relegated last year with the Doncaster Mustangs um, you know they were automatically relegated uh, I believe as well uh, due to some forfeits during the season um, and they only scored 20 points all year so it didn't really matter um, <laughs> it didn't matter <laughs> 10 games you know that's 2 points a, 2 points per game that's, yeah. it's, it's not good a lot. sorry Doncaster um and you know this year they have the newly promoted Holton Spartans from um, uh, NFC Two Central, uh, and also the the way it's worked out, they've changed things around a little bit. There's been a lot of movement in 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 Britball, a lot of realignments, as seem to happen a lot every couple of years. Um, the uh, Yorkshire Rams moved from NF One North, and the Leicester Falcons were down from the Prem North as well. So. It's all, you know, it's all a bit different. Not what, not not what they've had before, but you know, I think it's it's probably the most open conference in Division One, and uh, I think we should look at it team by team. Mm-hmm. 
Right, first of all, Chester Romans. 2019, they finished fifth. Three wins. Average um, of uh, 24.2 points conceded on defence, 20.4 points scored per game on offence. Um, you know, but it's... It, it, that that it reveals a different story when you look at the two wallopings they gave the Mustangs. Um, you know, it, 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 the 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 points and is not so good. Um, it, it, so you know their points average drops massively. Um, I don't think they'll be in the mix again this year. Um, uh, and really, to me, without the Mustangs in the conference, I think they look favourites to go down. Um, you know they've done a massive recruitment drive this this off season, so who knows? Um, but I mean, <laughs> the best thing about their off season though is they had a funny exchange with the Holton Spartans. You know they announced that they were going green. Romans go green, uh, and they changed their logo to <laughs> green. And obviously their logo is pretty similar to yeah. Holton Spartans and. Um, <laughs> It, 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 it was a funny exchange as if um, were they merging um, but uh, I think that's the highlight of their off season really um, you know they, what I will say that they're, they're uh, going green um, you know they have an initiative to be the first carbon neutral UK American football team which is something we need to applaud them for I'm going to get going breaking out the sounds now I am <laughs> <laughs> I am. When he went to the toilet, I remembered. Oh, I've got all these buttons here you know, to play some pointless stuff. But you know, I, it, they do do a round of applause. So, I mean, it's you know, stuff in the environment. Yay! You know, but um, you know, it's great work by the club. Uh, you know, and you know, they got their academy uh, chairman Richard Cullen, who I know is a supporter of UK American football scene. He's commented a lot on this. Uh, the, he's a gentleman that looked after the associate level for a number of years I'm not too sure whether he's doing it this year but um, you know and he's really improved that side of the game from Baffa that you know the entry requirements have really stiffened up um, and it means that we're getting associate teams coming into the to the league who are much more fit for purpose and are putting a lot of other teams to shame so um, thanks for that Richard um, and thanks for your support who else what else we got we've got the Chester Romans as well they you know they've got a new defensive coordinator so it looks like they are trying to improve their defense a little bit because you know 20 points per game is a little high mm -hmm. um, they have uh, they've got some they lost to the Lancashire Wolverines in the playoffs last year they they've got a new head coach as well haven't they um, returning after five years absence for the game you know it, they have an academy set up they get many senior players from their academy they lord that change up to academy you know Chester Romans are a well set up club yep. um, and it's you know I think I think they won't be in the mix but they're certainly not anywhere near relegation as well and I think that too good to go down not good enough to go up not not just yet the middle of the table yeah um, Horton Spartans uh now, obviously, coming up from Div 2, North, they went unbeaten all the way through to the final. Dominating teams, without a doubt. And, you know, I mean, we have to give another applause. 
Holton Stadium. Yeah, uh, uh, Holton Spartans for their for their ground. I mean, it is the best home ground in the entire league, no doubt. About without it. doubt, Holton yeah, Stadium. Yeah. Um, you know, and they are obviously they won the John Slaven Game Day Management last year. Um, to, if so, for the, which is not entirely unexpected. I mean, if you end up playing in a stadium. Uh, well, they Manchester playing in the stadium, don't they? They do, yeah. they do. But I, I think that the, the Holton thing is, is just, you know, a little bit better. Much better, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, and for a team that's only in the sixth year of existence, you know, they're proving to be a well-organised, well-set-up club. Six year of existence, already did one, you know, um, and you know, I think in a couple of years they'll be challenging for the Prem. But, ah, uh, guys. I hate your website. <laughs> I also hate your website because it basically just says coming soon. All over. I mean, and that's fair enough, but that's all right if you're just starting out. But if you are already established, don't put coming soon. Just leave the old website on there, and then when you've got the new one done, change it over. Don't put coming soon. You know? Just annoy me. You can hear so many people get yeah. for that now, aren't you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, I've been holding my tongue for ages. I said we'd talk about this later as one of our, you know, and it's going to be one of my gripes. But you know, if I feel that good, good PR is the only way to grow your club. I, I'm, it is. I look back at. Uh, you know, and I know there's a lot of coaches out there that couldn't give a monkeys about the PR, couldn't give a monkeys about what you're doing on social media. In fact, would prefer that you didn't do anything, you know, because there's this little secretive thing that things you want to do. But I, I, I think certainly at the Devils, when we were growing the Devils from you know the few players that we had at one point, and I, I just took over the PR and you know worked on it like crazy worked on our website worked on our Facebook worked on our Twitter and just tried to progress as much as I could to portray this 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 club that was established and doing well and was great and it attracted players so many players would come and you know we always used to believe if we could get them there we could keep them yep. you know with quality coaching quality training sessions you know, and a great team atmosphere, social events, all that sort of stuff, but you had to get them there. The first thing anyone does, whenever they are interested in, oh, I'd love to play American football, is they Google it. Right? And we get it on, on our Facebook group as well. Can somebody tell me where my local team is? That's because their SEOs on their websites and stuff are so bad that you might have a guy that lives you know half a mile down the road from where you play mm -hmm. and then they call up that you know they message us they join our group and then they message us saying can you tell me where my local team is and you look and you go well where do you live and they well there's one like half a mile away yeah how do you not know this you've googled enough to find us and they go oh well i did google but i didn't find anything there guys there you're missing out on so much with bad bad pr okay sort your websites out <laughs> Every, everybody nobody and, and seriously when i was doing this there are so many and i think uh, as i go down through this because the, the artists are bad and it's it I, i'm letting the premiership off here because they're just as bad you know some of their sites just just you know you've got sites out there that are not updated since you know 2017 and their social media is is sporadic and and, and just 
you have guys that will start reporting on their games as they go because people want to know you know and they start reporting their games in the season they go two games into the season and then the next thing is hey we're doing our rookie sessions and it's the next year <laughs> And you're like, well, what happens to all them? What happens to the other teams? They just don't want to talk about it. Consistency. Yeah. It, losing or winning, you should be reporting stuff. And because people want to know, and that's what attracts fans, sponsorships, players, everything. Everything in this world is done online now. And the Brit Ball, we're behind everywhere. And it's not just at team level. I think it's it's a BAFA level as well. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, I'm using the BAFA website. It's not the BAFA website. That's not the BAFA website. No, then. it's not the BAFA website. Who, you, who does this then? I don't know. It's, it's something... But you can't get a link from that, from the BAFA website. Because I never knew how to find this until someone actually sent me the League, link. League Republic something, isn't it? Oh, that's uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, find out... Thing, you know, our website doesn't list... It. And now, if you go on the BAFA website... And I know... I'm sorry... Guys at Baffer, I know that <laughs> I know that you the the guy that has left recently, he was trying to do it or and didn't quite work out and stuff. And I know they're they're developing it now. And but we've been hearing that for years, and it is slow in the British game as well because that's why they come to us because they they go and then people say, why don't you look on the Baffer website? And they go, I did. You did. There's yeah. no links to anything. And 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 etc. And I know there is this way that you can find it out. And there's a Google page which somebody posted just the other day on ours about where all the clubs are. Why isn't that on the back website? Why isn't that front and center? You know, why isn't it? We we there should be more information. And they're just as bad. And 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 their PR is you know not great. Their communication is not great. And I you know I'm not knocking them. And I'll go into that later on. You know I don't. I have no ill feeling towards them at all. I've no ill feeling towards any club out there or anybody involved in the British game. Mm -hmm. All I can say is when I look at it from a pure business point of view for clubs that PR has to be one of your main priorities. When we go back to Pony Argema player and, and it was announced somewhere that oh look Noise Devils have got themselves a GFL player. GFL2, Rostock Griffins. Okay, and he wasn't a long term starter, let's be honest. Better oh. than most in our team, no doubt about it, but, and far more knowledgeable about the game than pretty much anyone. The thing is, that I know more about the Warcraft Panthers than I do about half of Div 1. Mm hmm purely because of the social media yeah. and the only reason why I know about the Panthers because that guy who sells <laughs> sells stuff I'm not promoting him yeah. um, and and it's just his overall presence on, on social media how, how influential one person as long as it's done right yeah. how influential it is to the rest of you yeah. know a person who doesn't support them but I see them more than I do do other teams yeah. um, and it's not just about is you know you can go down what I'd say to teams is get somebody that knows what they're doing in PR okay because everyone thinks they can do it not put stuff about Love Island on yeah and <laughs> uh, you know and one of, one of my main things at the moment that's given me a little bit of irritation you know is aside from you know old age you know, <laughs> back, back pain all that sort of stuff is I'm seeing a lot of stuff shared about the NFL yeah on Brit Ball teams sites. I mean, some teams just just constantly talking about the NFL. We're not the NFL. 
it's like it's like if you run a, a burger restaurant and you have your own little Facebook page and then you keep talking about McDonald's you know it, it, well, why would you do that mm -hmm. you want to talk about yourself you want to talk about your own league then I appreciate that you think it's attracting people to, it's not it, all it's attracting is NFL players most of which are never going to get off the sofa and go play football a lot of the players out there a lot of the players we used to get the devils never seen in American football oh, they'd seen it a couple of times and wanted to go play they're not the guys that have sat there and watched it for years and then go oh do you know what I'm going to go play but you know that's just my opinion anyway anyway enough of that that was a long <laughs> run that was a long run let's get back to it right um sorry Holton you know it's, it, it's not necessarily you because your PR has actually been quite good prior to your website going down your social media is pretty good and Facebook and uh, a lot of teams out there do have a good PR presence they do good stuff it's just there's a few tweaks that they would need to have in terms of like for example all I've seen of a lot of teams when I've been trying to find out what information they've got in the off season is it's just a constant stream of rookie session rookie session rookie, rookie session, session rookie yeah. session well you've got to show people what else your club does alright you've got to show them what else anything that your club done anything you one of your players is involved in what they used to say at the Devils is Alan and need a picture of that you know <laughs> that's what everybody used to say yeah. uh, I got you a picture Alan I did this I got you a picture you know, so that I could choose if I wanted to share it or not and, and, and go forward with that. And, and that's what we did. And a lot of teams have stepped up over the last couple of years. Um, so they're doing a lot better, a lot more better designed. But that's the way to go, folks. You want to attract more people. More people, more numbers for your club. It worked for the Devils. We had, we went from having next to nobody to having a membership of over 90, you know, uh, an average of nearly 50 every practice session. and. You know, uh, fifty to sixty guys on the sideline every single game. Mm -hmm. You know, and we went from at one point three guys and two coaches. You know, and we didn't have any PR back then. And then we started PR and just attracted people. You know, and that that's all it was. You know, and then when they got there, keep them there. Um, moving on, uh, in this in the in that division, we have Lancashire Wolverines. Uh, Last year they were third, middle of the table, pretty much a middling team. Um, they just had their GM going as head coach. John? John Halliwell? Is that right? Yeah, John Honeywell, yeah. yeah so that 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 from the outside, that looks to me as if they had no head coach and they had to get someone in quickly. Mm -hmm. Or it could be that they've... Well, it didn't realise the coaching Alex, potential. Alex Dunn stepped down. Um, I mean, he because he, he, he only stepped in a couple of years ago after they were relegated from the Premiership. Um, uh, uh, relegated from the Premiership at 0 and 10, mm. and then he took them yeah. to the playoffs the first season. Um, he's still staying at the club, I think, but Just and down. then they narrowly missed out. This is the thing, Lancashire, Lancashire Wolverines. Even though they were pretty middling and I think they're going to be in the mix this year, they narrowly missed out last year on the playoffs by one point deficit with the Shropshire Revolution. Was it? One point yeah. deficit. You know, between the two games played against them, each other. One point. And that stopped them from making the playoffs. That's certainly frustrating, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, and that's just the games played against each other. They, I mean, 
they had lots of close losses. Um, they pushed both the top two teams in their division. Uh, they've been doing some good stuff, so uh, it, they're going to get another sound effect. <laughs> yeah, they've been lifting sound effect central. They've been lifting buses in the off season, figuratively. You know, um, uh, you know. <laughs> I've got a feeling that it, we'll go on to this, but I've got a feeling the Northumberland Vikings were prepared they paid for them. <laughs> but uh, but in, in aid of the Australian Wildlife Fund, so good on them guys. Uh, I believe they've raised quite a bit of money, lifted a number of buses in terms of weight. Um, so well on them. I mean, those are the sort of things that you want to be PRing out. You look at them, they do that, and then local newspapers get involved local radio gets involved and that's what we did we did charitable things that radio got involved and that grows their club it makes them makes people know about them more you know when we used to have radio interviews or, or, or on the local tv we would suddenly get an influx of people interested and, and that's you know and they the radio and tv only got interested because they were doing something special mm -hmm. stuff. leicester falcons i mean they had a woeful 2019 two wins um, the head coach Noel Cesar stepped down after three seasons uh, as far as I can see there's no one announced as yet on the website uh, uh, what their head coach yeah Mike Groz Grosner really um, so I think he's been around um, for, for quite a while he's one of these long standing old school football players I think um, he played for they're obviously not even around anymore. The Nottingham Hoods back in the nineties, early nineties. I'm sure they, they probably changed it. So, so has yeah. he? I don't, I don't know where he's come from, um, but maybe they've called upon him um, again. You know, they're changing the culture and <laughs> and, and hopefully to kind of dampen some of the uh, the fires that went on. Did you find that on their Twitter feed? Because uh, I found that their Facebook page, the link didn't work. Just to let you know, guys, your Facebook link doesn't work. Your Facebook doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, look, yeah. There you go. An announcement on Twitter. Um, yeah, he's quite. He's uh, he's he, he, the less phone. That's a good uh, appointment for him, isn't he? Because he's a successful. He's one of the most successful collegiate coaches. Mm -hmm. But. You know, they had a massively depleted squad in 2019. You know, there, there are reports spread about the whole of the internet about very low numbers. It's going to be a tough ask for him. Change that around in one year uh, to stay in the division, essentially. That's the thing. They are in a tough conference and, you know, they might not have time to turn it around in one season. Nope. You know, numbers as well. They need numbers. If they do get numbers, they're going to be rookies, you know, and they're, you know, it's tough, it's tough. But then again, a successful coach can work with rookies easier than they can work with experienced players sometimes. So, you never know. Nottingham Caesars. In 2019, they were fourth. And they just couldn't get going. Five and five. Um, but they do have a new QB from the Giants this year. Returning to the club. Yeah. Um, also, his... Which tends to happen. His wide receiver as well as come with him <laughs> uh, we know about that at the devils don't we yeah uh, QBs like um, wide receivers <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, one thing yeah. I found with with Nottingham over kind of everybody is their 
going into it like super confident I think because of the change in, in the in the coaches yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and all it you know it takes that one kind of one receiver or one coach to really kind of change there the, looks massive positivity the outlook you know massive positivity they have good practices massive social turn you know turnouts for their social events which is everything to mm-hmm. a football team you know that as well as I do mm-hmm. you know if you can get all your players out together socially it improves their performance on the field. Coaches will, they won't agree with it, you know, but as a player, you know it. You know it. You want to know that these are your your pals, mm-hmm. even if you don't like them. You know, you want to know that, you know, you, you're all going to stick together. They've got a new wide receiver coach, new online coach, new quarterback coach, new offensive coordinator, um, you know, and there's reports of 80 plus at rookie sessions. No, no. It's, it, it's, the seasons are, you know, they, they. That's what happens with football, doesn't it? One season to another, you can swap from one to the other. And mm-hmm. it wasn't that they were bad last year; they just couldn't get going. No, just couldn't get going. You know, they didn't get thrashed. They didn't dominate anyone. It was just a bit. Same again. Yeah, uh, and I think they're probably thinking their positivity is thinking they're having practices and they can see that they're slightly better and they know how close they were last year yeah. so you know I, you know that's probably where positivity is coming from uh, we've got Shropshire Resolution 2019 they were second they reached playoff but then they had a disappointing loss to the Northumberland Vikings I think they, they had quite a close season last year didn't they yeah. I think they, they were outside of the Mustangs last year they were the lowest scoring team yeah, out of the lot. But again, their defense kind of just pulled them through. Um, I don't know what the difference was. Thirteen points between four and against for, for them. So again, you know, with with you know with with the other teams maybe bolstering some of their receivers and things like that, that could easily you could easily look at they could be fourth, fifth, yeah. even. So you, you know. said they kind of made it to second without really on a show really no, that's it. you know uh, you know I haven't seen any announcements or any changes at the club or anything there so they're obviously happy and, and, and looking to continue along that route uh, Yorkshire Rams um, you know 2019 they were fifth in the NFC one north uh, <laughs> here's one I bet they are glad for a few less miles this year <laughs> Jeez, they did it. They racked up a lot of miles yeah. last year, didn't they? I mean, they even did. They went to Aberdeen, a nine hundred and ten mile round trip. Not even worth it. Wouldn't even play. They did play. They won two nil. Two nil. Yeah. <laughs> they got a safety. Yeah. Looks they like would have done. They would yeah. have had to get a safety. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a good game. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, 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 that's a long way to go for two points. But for it two was points. a win. It's a W at the end it's of it. It's a W at the end. But, you know, uh, I, I, you know, me and you have been on a trip, a long trip when you get a W. And, you know, it's fun. It's fun. So it doesn't really matter how many you scored. And it's long as long as a beer at the that, end of it. That, that, that long trip is way better if you won. So that's good it. On them. Um, but I used to live in Leeds. And I used to, uh, you know, I watched them play fair amount. And they used to be, even when I was at university, uh, I lived in Wakefield. I lived about 100 yards away from where they used to play in Wakefield as well. Did they have rubbish social media? That's why you never found them. (laughs) (laughs) I found them because, you know, they used to play at the uh, uh, Wakefield Wildcats 
home ground mm-hmm. rugby league and I used to live on the street and everyone used to go down there and because I lived on the street they used to give you tickets to go uh, to to go to the game because of all the inconvenience of all these people blocking up your street and mm. um, they used to give us five tickets and I was a student and they used to post them for our, our letterbox and then I used to go back out because I wasn't really interested in rugby league I, I watched it a few times and it was okay and plus the white for Wildcats were rubbish but I used to sit on my wall at the end of the wall and then as people walked past I used to sell them the tickets <laughs> <laughs> I was a student I needed money um, but they were low scorers and a bad defence that that was their 2019 story basically yeah. uh, but it was a tough conference and you know the they have a good academy set up and a good venue, but like I mentioned before, the rugby league—they, they, you know—that's a problem that Leeds have. Leeds teams have rugby, rugby, and and you know the Leeds Rhinos. I don't know how they're doing now. I don't really keep in touch with it. But when I used to live there, they they dominated everything in that area. Mm-hmm. Leeds Rhinos were everything, and American football is considered in Leeds as a bit of a. You know, it's the same thing that we have all the time. Oh, they're wearing pads, and and you know they're softies and stuff, and so people wouldn't see it. And I, I feel they should be. You know, Leeds is massive, and I feel that they should be bigger. You know, and um, but it's a student city. Um, you know, but they should be doing better. Their overall record over, you know over the last 10 years is 51 wins 45 losses you know it's kind of like mm, not really not really getting there and I just don't get you know I just don't get it you know especially when you know they won the overall coach of the year last year and I I can't read my notes to see what I'm here but you know and, and, and so they have a good coaching setup as well And but I you know it's pretty mediocrity seems to stick with them they seem to be happy maybe but I see the same again this year but I think maybe the future's bright they've merged with the um, they've merged with the university to uh, to develop a kind of academy thing mm-hmm. this year uh, who won their division last year you know so that might give them some good future prospects but you know students I mean we could sit here and talk about students in the team and how you can sometimes get these real stud players, university players, and you think, oh, great, and then they fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really annoying. And some of them out there will know who I'm talking about. (laughs) You know, know, they were great for our our team, but then they... So you can't really place a lot of emphasis into them because students will go off home or go somewhere else, follow a girlfriend, follow studies, follow whatever. You know, and you can't really stick them in your team and, and, and well you can stick them in your team but you can't rely that they'll be in the next year and I think anyone that focuses on that is a little bit you know naive that it's not really going to keep your team moving forward no. maybe you should invest in, in some of your players that are actually sticking around and live there and you know work hard and then put your students in as and when you need them mm-hmm. um, predictions for this for this conference uh <laughs> I said at the start, it's a tough one. It's a close conference. Uh, but I think, and I'm going on a long shot here, just down to the positivity at the Caesars, yes, I know where they finished last year, and their new signers this year, and all their new coaches, I'm going for them first. Okay. Um, 
Wolverines, I'm thinking they're going to get through second. It could be the other way around. See, now yeah, I was then thinking that the other way around, but again... But I'm just going with the positivity. Mm -hmm. And I think... And here's another big one. Mm -hmm. Falcons dropping down further. Okay. They've got problems. I mean, it's a big call. I'm a gambling man, but I know shit. So, so um, you know, I know nothing. So... You know, and I lose a lot of money gambling. So, but it, you know, it's a tough decision, and they're coming down, and they've got problems, and they've got low numbers, and you know, like I said, it's going to be hard for them to turn it around in one year in a tough conference. Yeah, they played at a high level, but it wasn't a good performance. You know, and it's very easy to drop down, down. Yeah. You know, so people start leaving, soon you start losing. It's the fun goes. I mean, Shropshire Revolution. Why haven't I put them in the mix? I think the dark horses. I just fancy Wolverines and Caesars yeah, more. Definitely. I'm sorry, Coach Butler, because I know you give us a lot of support on our Twitter page. Um, there's me talking about bad social media and stuff, and I don't think, you know, I'm in charge of the UK American football scene's Twitter page, and I don't think I've updated that for a while. Um, but. I know we're always sharing he's always commenting on our stuff and always sharing our stuff but I'm sorry Coach Butler but uh, D saved you last year but you know you need some improvement on your way but you know like I said like I keep saying prove me wrong what do you think what are your predictions <clears throat> I, I I kind of I think Kind of, uh, probably, probably almost the, the the same. You know, I think, I think, I think I've, I think I've got the Caesars coming in a close, close second. Um, even for, it's, it's, I think this one out of the whole Div one is probably a lot harder to, to kind of mm -hmm. to gauge than the rest. Um, I think, I think we're going to say Wolverines. I think we're going to say Caesars. You're, and I think, you're gonna say I'm not saying that, you're saying I'm that. saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I think I think we're gonna see see um the revolution um come come third. Um and below below that I don't know. Um you I'm, don't like to see teams tank it, but I've I've got a feeling that that I've got a feeling that Leicester won't do as well as they expect. Um and I think with the seven seven yeah. teams yeah. People might be hedging their bets on playing one particular team twice, and if they don't play them twice, and yeah. that, that could be a massive swing in the division. Yeah, um, we're not saying anybody is easier to play, but we all have potentially that one team who you who you expect to 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 get a couple of wins over. And yeah. if you're only playing them once, and you're over the playing them twice, yeah, that yeah, could be exactly. And we're going to talk about that in some of the lower divisions, aren't we? I mean, some of them it, it really impacts on what's going to happen. Exactly. Thing, so yeah, yeah. Okay, but you're not gonna. You, you, you're going for a Falcons top as well. Sorry, Falcons. Again, prove us wrong. Playing a good stadium though. Yeah. Playing the um, where do they play? Are they still there? Do they still play the uh, the the Leicester Tigers stadium? Possibly. Yeah. Did I make a note of that? No. Well, they used to anyway. <laughs> they did. They, they did, did used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. used to. Um, right. Okay. Uh, moving on to NFC One North. North. Whew. Right. <laughs> uh, 
it's it is a tough one. When I was talking about, you know, I made that joke earlier about um, Northumberland Vikings wanting with a fair they paid for coaches. This is what the Vikings. Yeah, I can understand that. Just for those of you who don't know, there's uh, there's five teams in the NSR North, which means there's going to be, you know, and they play ten games, so there's going to be some teams that you're going to play more than twice, and there's somebody that's going to have to travel to uh, Aberdeen twice. Yeah. Right, and it, they're so far away from many of the others. The worst thing being in this conference is turns out that it's Northumberland Vikings who are the furthest away from them having to travel that yeah. far and it's a long way um, now it's a bit weird and you know it, the statement released from North Ambler Vikings explains a lot of it and they you know they were very polite in their statement and, it, and it's tough for Baffa they they say that they just drew it out of a hat it's just a draw luck of the draw I do think that there could have been some common sense here but I can understand Baffa's point of view as well, saying that we can't be shown to be showing favouritism. But then I can also understand Northumberland Vikings saying, hang on, they allowed you know, Yorkshire Rams to pull away and not have to do those long journeys anymore as well. Although there is a big difference between Newcastle and Leeds. So if, if Leeds stayed there, what they were doing to get to Edinburgh is a long, lot yeah. further away than you know, the vice. What's, the, what's the lesser of two evils? Yeah, the and exactly. I think I think I think the reason why Northumberland kind of got so get their got their backs up so much. I don't think even Baffer replied to them. No, that and again, that's going back to the communication you get mm. from Baffer. I found the same thing. I mean, when you're talking to registrations and things like that, Faye that used to look after registrations, um, uh, the the communication was great, but uh, that was the only level of communication with Baffer that was great mm-hmm. everywhere else you, you would wait months to get a reply and you'd chase it all the time and, that's it you know we'll talk about that in a bit but I can understand um, and it's difficult for them and I t- you know they, they've said that they're going to play forward we haven't heard anything else since their statement Baffer made no comment on it as they tend not to do um, you know there's that meme of sweeping stuff under the carpet, which they do. <laughs> um, but you know, it could have been, it could have moved like Lancashire Wolverines across. It's slightly less journey, but not a lot. Uh, they did what they had to do. Um, you know, we've got more associates in the north nowadays than there are anywhere else. Yeah. So that, but it's going to take them a few years to to get up through and. Maybe there'll be some realignments to move people up automatically, get more promotion up into the into the Div One, and you know, and improve that so that Northumberland don't have to go out there because it's a long way. It's a you know, it's a lot way for anyone to travel, uh, you know, around that area. And unfortunately, the Vikings are the ones that have you know lost out this this year. So mm-hmm. um, there's some they've got some journeys on their hands, and there is a question of whether they get. You know, finance for for their coach journeys, etc. Um, I don't think so. I mean, you get Leeds coming back and saying, "Well, where was ours last year?" That's it. You know, and you get a lot of other teams going. Hang on, I travel quite away. Where's mine? Um, and it's difficult. But I would just say at the Devils as well. We can play anyone anywhere. You know, because the way we worked out our budget, that we would have contingencies in place, 
and we could play anyone anywhere mm -hmm. you know we could travel anywhere in fact we traveled to places on the coach that we didn't need to travel to because it wasn't very far away and everyone could have driven there but we still went on the coach it's rich yeah exactly <laughs> we went on the coach because there's that team bonding thing on the coach mm -hmm. everyone's got together and also you work out a lot of stuff on the coach there don't you you know coaches want to see which players are there who's fit who's healthy and then they work out what game plan they're going to go on the way so yeah. um that's what i say and i feel sorry for for the vikings you know it's a shame that you know they won the division last year and then just couldn't quite get the promotion if they got the promotion they wouldn't give them monkeys but then they would have been in the prem north and there's a lot of Lot of travelling there as well, so yeah, you know, it. It, it, would they have been moaning so much if they were in the Prem North? There's that question. That's it. All right, um, but we do feel a bit sorry for you, Vikings. Um, last year in the NFC One North, relegated Gateshead Senators. Um, you know, uh, uh, the, the Yorkshire Rams have been moved, uh, and they've got the. This year they got the newly promoted Inverclyde Goliaths, who won, um, you know, did one in North last year, unexpectedly. Uh, sorry, yeah, Div Two North, uh, unexpectedly last year. Um, so we'll go for it teams as well. Aberdeen Roughnecks new uh, from what 2019 they were they finished third. Uh, they've got new O line coach Mark Allen. Who's, which goes against a bit of what we've been trying to do because he's actually a ref that's moving back to being a coach. Go back to coaching. Yeah, go back to uh, refing. He, he hasn't. He, <laughs> he hasn't been a ref for a while. You know, for a few years, I believe. But he's actually come back to the British game and now he's going back to being a coach mm. and the ref. Which, I don't know, no, nothing against you there, Mark. But you know, it's it, 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 for what we're trying to do. It it, it it changes it. But you know, however you're involved in the British game, welcome back. Um, they struggled on offense last season. They were kind of flattened by a couple of higher scoring games um, against, you know, the the Senators. Um, they had, uh, but well, they've been doing some interesting stuff. Their head coach Bryce Stevenson, he's been over to the US. Um, they, they had American coaches preseason helping yep. QBs and wide receivers. Um, it, uh, the, like I said, the head coach has been over in the US. Um, he's joined the defensive staff at the uh, Franklin and Marshall Diplomats in the off season. So he's been playing Div Two College. I think. Good. Um, but you know, joining their defenses, he's a defensive thing. But defense hasn't really been their big problem. They only conceded in like twelve point two points per game on defense. Um, their offense is where they struggled, um, and like uh, Matt, uh, their OC Matt Watt, who's he stepped in mid-season last season. I don't know what happened, um, but he's getting a job full time. But I didn't see much after he did come in. You no. know, I mean, he's only got what he's got to work with, and probably he's brought in some. New, it's hard to implement a new playbook or a new scheme halfway through a season, but. You know, except against the Senators, they didn't really, didn't really change that much when he came in. So no. it's you know, obviously he's been rewarded for for doing that. But you know, let's see what he can do in the off season. It'd be be interesting. Um, 
East Kebab Pirates. UKP. Yeah, 2019, they were second. And uh, they were, like last year, they were awesome. Absolutely dominant, yeah. You know, 35.2 points per game on offense. I mean, but their D was ultimately what lost them the title. You know, um, they they were fighting all last season with the North Amblin like not literally, but you know maybe. Uh, I didn't watch the games. <laughs> Happens a lot in British games. So maybe they were fighting, but I, I you know and this year I can't see anything different in that division. But um, they've also um, what's what's interesting. They've got a good setup there, a great setup. You know, youth, junior, flag, ladies team. You know, good established club. You went to the final, didn't they, last yeah, year? Yeah, they did. Um, and they... But what's been interesting for them, I mean, I don't know whether you saw it, they... This season, during the season, and this is something new, and it's during the season, which is, you know, it's risky, they're accommodating two NCAA Div 2 college teams. And they're going to play games against them. Competitive games. And... It, I, you know that's new. What they flying out there or coming here? They're coming here. Blimey. They're going. They're going to East Cup, right? So they, you know, it's risky, and it's it, it's risky because it really could impact their season. I mean, you'd be looking at it from a point of view again. Oh, competitive games against really good quality, and they're probably going to do some scrimmage stuff with them, and you know, practices and stuff with with that level of coaching that they receive would be great. But one of them's after a Viking game, which you are, I see as their most toughest team and yeah. one of them's the week before yeah but you put, <laughs> what, so that's, they're, they're going to be playing a 12 game season yeah 12 game season against two and two of them are far more higher quality than anyone else is going to play I think even NFL players struggle for 12 games <laughs> it's going to it, it, it you know I mean I feel that the Pirates are a, a, a Prem side Prem North side they should be a Prem North side and, and you know they were relegated in 2018 they couldn't quite get straight back up I mean there was you know they lost in the playoffs um, but they stand a really good chance in 2020 uh, they lost out to the, the Samuel Steelers you know which I didn't see coming I thought the Steelers were okay you know they really I actually had the Steelers at the start of the season to go yeah. up yeah. I, I, I thought they were okay they, they played well and they, you know they won their games they needed to mm. win but I couldn't see them beating the Pirates but they did um, which you know it was amazing because you know it was like a Falcon S or well this year 49er S you know mm. collapse wasn't it That's I mean it. everyone I was watching that game from home well, not watching the actual game, but watching the scores come in and stuff. 20 nil up at half-time, you know. And, yeah, it's brick ball and teams have come back. But they, they were dominating and then they, they lose 21-20. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, was, yeah. and, and when you actually watch it and they, sh you know, you've seen some of this stuff on their social media about the end of the game and stuff. And I think they were actually live-streaming it as well. They were. They? And, and when, um, when you watch it towards the end, you're just like, I can't. You know what I mean? I can't believe yeah, the end of that game. I just can't believe it. And you know, who says there's no excitement in the British game? Um, Glasgow Tigers. Uh, not sure. This is something they might want to think about. I'm not too sure, but why their team? 
is the same name as their city speedway team. So when you Google them, and you Google Glasgow Tigers, the first that comes up is the speedway team. Brilliant. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. I'm not saying you should change the name because obviously you love the name and everything like that. It's just a bit, work on your SEO, otherwise they're always going to get ahead of you in terms of if people Google you. Um, it must cause PR nightmares. In 2019, they were fourth. Um, poor on defence. Uh, but they have been announcing record rookie attendances in the off-season. 100-plus uh, attendees. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, no. Do, do, it, it, can I, that face is a disbelieving <laughs> face there. Disbelieving face. Um, but, you know, they could do... Uh, you know, we used to do it the devil sometimes. You know, you would take a a, a a particular angled photo that makes it look like there's a lot more, and <laughs> you know, just to encourage more to come to the next practice. I'm but not they say, have. They're not saying you did that, Glasgow at all. Not saying no. you did that. Well, they've but, also had. I don't know whether the the head coach. I don't know whether he actually lives out there or anything like that. But but um, seen on 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 the social that uh, that they that uh, their head coach spent some time in Oklahoma watching high school teams etc like that so that could be you yeah. know different things so so if Glasgow sent them to for him to learn brilliant if he'd done it off his, off his own back even better um, but again how, how big a difference will it be watching yeah. high school teams and, and translating that across to, to into your players, to that, your players. that's where the point of fact is it's all very well knowing what you should be doing is how you can move that across to your players you know how you can um allow them to take from your knowledge or how you how you you know i mean their biggest downfall was their defense wasn't it really yeah i, I think so and they've made no coaching changes no. um it's interesting what they did this year though is they got a, a council funded um it's only 200 quid but it enabled them to have an indoor facility for their rookie sessions. And I think that's what they're saying helped them, especially up there in Scotland, when over the winter it's not very nice weather. Um, they had a great indoor facility, and I think it was council-funded. So that's a good step in the right direction for, for Britball as well. Look to your local funding opportunities, yeah. look to your council funding opportunities to help. It's not always a lot of money. I think we got one. Uh, we got a couple of hundred quid for one of our council organizations um it's not it's not a lot out there but every every penny helps you all know yeah, that that's it. um finally the inver clive goliaths um well not finally but you know second last inver clive goliaths uh unbeaten give two north last year promoted uh, they beat holton spartans in the final uh it's it's quite good because they were only founded in 2016 you know, so their their rapid rise is 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 pretty good. Um, they have a good setup there, uh, and uh, for me, it's another inconvenient truth for the naysayers out there. But you know, associate teams, mm -hmm. but associate teams are allowing more. So there's a lot of people out there that say, "Why are we letting more teams into the league?" As well, we can't cope with it now. Well. Yeah, we can't, you know, refereeing-wise we can't, but I think the the state of the game and the interest in the game is certainly cope with some new teams as long as they are set up correctly, so as long as they're following the rules. And an associate now is so much more difficult than it used to be, you know, to actually get into the league. 
And I think there's a lot of teams out there that have not made it through and then gone, well, we can't do that and have not continued to, to, to go through. They are, it mm-hmm. is, there are rules in place. You have, to, you have to match them rules at certain times of the year. If you don't reach that, then you drop out at that stage. You have to. Sure. Um, you know, the number of games you have to play, the quality of games you have to play, the setup of your club. Now, I believe it's like you need a you need a youth and junior setup. You need you need to prove your financial um, stability. You need to prove your uh, you know your recruitment ability and whether you can draw in players not just in your your start because you're always going to get an interest, but how you're going to maintain that and how you're going to keep going. Um, you know. It, it, it's a lot harder to get in, and, and I think the Goliaths are a, a, a good example of, of what can be done. Um, they have a youth and junior as well with the, I like it, they're the Mighty Ducks. They have a Mighty Ducks, which is which is good, a little tiny. You know, I haven't seen that in Britball that young. Yeah. Yeah, they are, they are that young, and I, I so wish I had it in Norwich, because I'd, I'd send a couple of my girls out there, and they would kick ass, because they do it at home. So, um, so I wish they had that in noise as well. Um, no word on any coaching changes there, but why would you? You know, they've been promoted. And, That's it. Keep things um, the same. But they do step up into a very, very tough NFC One North. So I always think with with any newly promoted team into to Div Two, uh, Div One is the change from eight games to ten games. Yeah, and I think especially with that with the quality of the other teams around them I think they will struggle I think they will certainly struggle but you don't, you never know yeah I think I think that I think you're right I think it's it, it, you know t- in terms of their schedule and stuff as well that's the thing when you have 10 games over the, over the schedule you often have, you end up playing like 2-3 games back to back whereas in Div 2 I mean, we had three games back to back at one point, but you know they weren't against that tough opposition. No. We played some weak teams, and we didn't field all our players, and we rested players and and things like that. But once you get to that level, all your players have to be playing, and sometimes they played, mm-hmm. you know, back to back to back, traveling, you know, and it it it, it it's going to be tough for them. I mean, I fear for them this early on in their development, but I mean nobody. And I mean nobody. I think we had predictions. I think like some of the predictions out there were giving them not a chance to beat the Bulls and then the Spart- Holton Spartans. No. Not a chance. Nobody right, gave them a chance. Had them losing twice. Yeah, exactly. And and that was the predictions for most people. I think at one point it was like, on one poll, it was like 97%. They were a 3% chance of winning both of <laughs> them games. And they won them. So, you know, who knows? They they, they proved everyone wrong then. They, they, you know, they probably proved me wrong now and a lot of them are probably sitting there now going, shut your mouth, we'll prove you wrong. So I hope you do, boys. I hope you do. Um, Northumberland Vikings. Right. Uh, I keep talking about an elephant in the room. So, you know, and I talked about they were not happy with the league alignments. Um I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. You know, it seems Baffer have made the decision as they do. And now if you look at it, in terms of that division, uh, it, uh, someone's going to lose out. So, it's a tough, 
long journey, four and a half hours on a good day with good traffic to get to Aberdeen. Um, I would hope Baffa would compensate them for the travel, you know, because over four hours on a coach, I don't know if anyone knows when you hire a coach, drivers are only allowed to drive four hours. So if you have to go over four hours, this journey is longer than four hours, you need another driver. Yeah. And obviously you have to pay that driver and that driver is there the whole time. So um, so basically you're paying for two drivers and that's where the additional cost, it's not so much in fuel, although they do charge a bit more, um, but that's where the extra cost comes. Um, like I said, the devil's, could have gone anywhere. Really, what they need up there is another Scottish team and just get rid of, you know, Yorkshire, Yorkshire and 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 the Humber Humberside area, so that Yorkshire, Humberside, and and you know, the north as well, and, and bring them back down and have another Scottish team up there. So, like I said, the associates are doing it, but bad for a little stuck. So. Until there's more growth in the game, I'm not going to do it. In the meantime, Northumberland were on the lookout for a new head coach. But no one's announced yet, as far as I can no find. One. Can you find anyone? Nope. Uh, which is interesting. Um, why that happened, I don't know. Uh, Kevin O'Regan stepped down. Um, I don't know what will happen. be interesting to see what happened to the club. Because uh, under Kevin, they only lost, what, once? No, they only lost three games. And all the time he was there, reached the playoff twice, and uh, and actually won the NFC North one twice. So, but still, but haven't been, gone up, you know, to the Prem. So obviously they've won their league, and I think they won it quite comfortably two years, and then both times, but never actually made it all the way through the mm. playoffs. It must have been really disappointing last year. Um. Now, final thoughts. Winners. Of this division, I've got East Cabell Pirates. Can't see anything. Different than that, I think the problems at Northumbria have swung it for me with a no-head coach. Uh, there's a little bit of annoyance about the travel. I think the travel will impact their playing numbers. There'll be players there going, fuck that, I'm not, I don't want to do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, as silly as it sounds, because me and you would play and want to play and we'll go anywhere to play. But we also know there was a lot of there were a lot of players that are like oh, I ain't doing that. No, you know I want to get home. I you know I got work the next day. You know three o'clock in the morning. Some of the journeys we had where we would be back at midnight, half half midnight. It's the worst. It, it, they were the worst, and then you yeah. had to get up for work the next day, and you're already knowing that that next day you you you're going to struggle to walk. Mm. So you know. <laughs> I don't know about you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was short and got hit a lot. So, <laughs> but there was there's all, there's always that comes. Second, I think are going to be the Roughnecks. Um, yeah, that's how much I think having no head coach at Northumbria will affect them. I think that I think that they, you know, the the Villa Road. I don't think they're going to get thrashed and all that sort of stuff. I just think that the other two teams are going to have the better of them. Um, and uh, relegation, obviously, I think it's in the Clyde, uh, but I'd love for you, the guys, to prove me wrong. I got, I, I'm, I'm torn between EKP and the Roughnecks. The only reason why is because East Kilbride is because of the extra games in the season. Is that going to yeah. to affect them? Yeah. Is that if, if they're playing what four games straight potentially five games straight? 
You know, I don't know how their league is set out or their their, their games are set. Out. I've not I've not looked at that. But I th- I think that the the Pirates have the um, I think that they have uh, more games against mm. against Inverclyde. So I think that's the that's the kicker. That's it. You know, so I think that's what's going to beat them. So. so I don't know. Ooh. I'm going to say the Pirates, Roughnecks come second. Yeah. And and until, let's say, the Vikings can sort a head coach, I, I don't see them. Because it's stability, isn't it? They need stability. You need someone to be able to lead the team. And you, you might have OCs and DCs and, and, and assistant coaches, but I think you're going to need someone with that voice and, and who can kind of march them into into the league and march them into games and I don't know whether they can do that without a full-time head coach mm-hmm. they might even have one we don't know if they've not announced it you know we, we, we never know um, yeah I think I think um, uh, I think you're right and I think that uh, the East Cabal Pirates will probably go on to represent NSC one they've won in the final yeah against South yeah